Welcome to Real Talk, Real Women. I am Gemma Serenity Gorokov, your host, and today we are welcoming Leanne Evans. She is an empowerment coach helping daughters of narcissistic mothers reconnect to who they truly are. Welcome, Leanne. Thank you very much for being here today with us. Thank you for having me. So my first question, Leanne, can you please give us a five-minute version of your life story so that we can perceive and, and hear the kind of trauma you have gone through so that people can relate to you and um, and understand where you are from. Yeah, so the short version is um, from childhood. My mum was quite abusive. Um, she was very aggressive in her parenting style. Um, she was physically and mentally abusive. Um, obviously, as a child those are things that you wouldn't necessarily be aware of um but I knew that how she was treating myself and my siblings wasn't correct and as I got older and became a mother myself um and started to replicate some of those parenting skills and styles um I knew that there was something wrong and that you know there was things that I needed to look at um and connected that to my own my own upbringing so it caused a lot of trauma for myself and then I was um the same with my child very overbearing um I wasn't very affectionate I didn't know how to give that um but there was a difference there was something that I noticed that was different between myself and my child to my own childhood um yeah, and I suppose as that went on and got older and then I had my second child, it became more apparent that it was something that needed to be looked at. And I wasn't quite aware of, I'd say, the word healing. But yeah, I knew that either I needed help or to kind of say that something was wrong. Um, and only in the last, I'd say, four, four to five years is when kind of all that healing took place and I was able to then pull it all apart and look deeper into the way that my mum behaved um, and there was a lot of things that came up and related to narcissism and she still you know today has the same characteristics and nothing's changed so that's how I got to kind of where I am today. Absolutely thank you for for sharing that sadly so too many people can relate to that situation and often when not always thank god but often when we are living through abusive situations we have to look back to our own parents our own mother our own father or father figure or mother figure to yeah. try to understand where we did learn that from how we did allow that to happen why we put up with that what has been, in your experience, the turning point, the shift that changed everything when you became empowered on yourself? Um, I would say it was the, the, the thought of losing my children, um, which actually was my mum. So my mum tried to get my children taken from me. Um, she went above and beyond kind of causing problems within the household um 
within my friendship circles and then obviously within the authorities which led to um, me having to kind of fight to keep my children and that for me was when I realized that actually even though I've made steps forward that having her in my life and still kind of working on those issues wasn't working and that something drastic had to change and and that was when I decided to go no contact um which at the time I didn't know was a it was a phrase and a term connected to narcissism but yeah I kind of said I can't have you around the children and I can't have you around myself because I want to focus on getting myself well and healing the relationship between me and my own children so um that was about five years ago and how is it going for you now that she's not around anymore do you still feel her presence or I would say I still feel her presence but it doesn't have the impact that it had before I think with with the awareness and and the work that I had to put in myself um I kind of I see when things are coming um or I can see where she wants to kind of have a doorway open so she still has contact with my eldest child um and before that it felt really uncomfortable for me but actually I think I've got to the point where I'm a lot stronger within myself that I know that my relationship with my daughter if if we have a problem we can talk about it and sit down and she's old enough to make that choice for herself so my mother's behavior doesn't impact me directly like it used to um because I've I've put in the work in myself to kind of understand my emotions and my reactions and how I deal with things so at the moment no life is good yeah totally it makes a huge huge difference when you can get away from this kind of abuse right so let's dive into the 10 common uh, signs to find out if your mother is a narcissist and actually anybody because these signs are really like standard signs that you can recognize so let's go through them all do you have them in front of you i do yeah okay so let's go for it number Um, one so i would say if your mother mother figure or someone is showing a sense of superiority um so kind of always making themselves kind of be better than everyone else um that's a a big sign because they will do it without any awareness of how it's affecting those around them and it makes you feel small so for me how I kind of was impacted by this was that it didn't matter what I was doing even if it was something that say my mum couldn't do she would still have to connect it to her it was always about her um you know, she would tell me that it wasn't good enough or that she was able to do things better because it she didn't ever want to feel that me or my siblings were doing well. So she always had to make herself feel good. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I would say the second one is having a sense of entitlement. Um, so they behave as if they own you and they own the people around them 
and that is um you know it's quite a it's a it's a big sign actually because what it feels like is that they walk around feeling like they can have everything that they want um and no matter the consequence you know they believe that they are entitled to have money friendships the job um and they don't realize how they are actually treating the people around them um i'm saying so number three is being intensely envious of others so always wanting what others have got and showing a sense of jealousy so for me that this was a big one i think growing up in my childhood i i saw it and it was actually a characteristic i don't like even even now as an adult i still don't like it so my mum would have friends who would have good jobs or they would go on good holidays and they would always take take her with them but then she would still be jealous of what they've got even though they would be sharing sharing that with her because it's because it's not hers um and it it caused her to lose you know a lot of friendships over the years um and for me I'm I'm the opposite you know I always want to I'll share if I have it I'll share it if I can help someone I will I will help um so it made me seeing that behavior actually made me want to do the opposite um where are we so um number four the fourth sign is taking advantage of those which is kind of connected to the last one as well so my experience of that was that even though my mum was jealous of these people she would still then use them to get the things that she may not be able to get for herself um and she would take advantage of that and I think the one thing that pops to mind for me was where um, she booked a holiday without my permission and it was actually someone else who had planned it and she took my daughter, but she didn't take me. So she she used that person to get what she wanted because for her, it made her look like a good grandmother. I'm taking my child on holiday, but it actually wasn't her holiday. It was someone else that was, that was paying for it and, and taking them. Um, but she then used that scenario to make herself so it kind of connects with the first one as well like feeling superior it made her feel good and made her look good you know that she was taking this trip um, and I actually wasn't allowed to go I was left behind <laughs> even though I was an adult um, she booked for my daughter without asking me and then left me behind so yeah so these little red flags and things that at the time I wasn't aware of, but obviously now those sorts of behaviours um, are things that I can pick up on. Definitely. Yeah. It's pretty, I totally understand that. Yeah, taking advantage of those around without regard for the cost on their health, on their well-being, on their integrity, on anything. They just ask or don't ask and just take and you're just feeling like, okay, I must give or I must comply. Yeah, and I right. think it, it leaves you feeling kind of powerless because, you know, as an adult, I could have actually said, no, thank you. You know, I don't want you to take my child, but because of the dynamic 
I wasn't in a position to say no to her and even though actually I wasn't comfortable with it I did allow my daughter to go um so yeah whereas now that is something that I'd be able to to vocally voice and say actually no I, I don't think I'd like my child to go so um yeah so actually that leads quite well into uh, the fifth sign which is having poor boundaries so someone who is narcissistic or has narcissistic traits generally doesn't have any boundaries of their own and they do not know when to respect other people's boundaries so they will overstep them um, and consistently push and test those boundaries of, of the people around them um, so number six is um, the strong need of admiration. So constantly needing the spotlight to always be on them. Um, so it could even be someone's had you know, a traumatic experience or a loss of a loved one, and somehow they will make that situation always, always be about them. Um, I think it's quite a skill, if I'm honest. Um, you know, to, con <laughs> to consistently be, you know, like always thinking about yourself, and to not realise that someone next to you could be, could be really upset, or they could be, you know, actually need comfort, but somehow that situation becomes about you. Mm -hmm. um, I remember one of the most telling <laughs> examples. Um, my first ex-husband was completely narcissistic on top of many other mental illness. And uh, one time I was just like expressing my admiration for a paintings that was there on the wall. And instead of admiring the painting as well, on, on, by my side, he looked at me and asked me, what, because I don't paint that good? And he did not paint at all, actually. So he was asking me if he was not such a good painter as that person. And that was like so nothing to do with him. But he found a way to make it about him. Yeah. Amazing. Perfect example. No, I think sometimes that can cause like more trauma to someone especially if they are having a kind of um you know a bad day or something serious has happened um and I found that in my friendships that was something that um I, I attracted so a lot of people they would they would be around and I would call them friends but when it came to like me needing someone to talk to um I couldn't actually speak to these people because whenever I would like be kind of letting it out or venting it would it would somehow the conversation would switch to them and then my issue would kind of disappear and then I'm left feeling a bit like I haven't actually got that off my chest or I haven't been able to kind of talk about how I was feeling um and obviously I wasn't aware of why I was attracting people with these sorts of traits even though I would always be very open and be there for them and listen for them. But when it came to me needing that, I couldn't couldn't get that from my friends, um, which obviously makes sense because 
to me that was normal that was the relationship I had with my mum we couldn't express our emotions as children and then I kind of ended up having those sorts of people in my environment growing up so yeah um so I think that leads on to number seven which is <laughs> no six no, no seven. <laughs> Lack no, of empathy. Seven. I thought I couldn't count then. <laughs> no, no, no. So the next um, one is the seventh: lack of empathy and compassion. Yeah, like that. And I think this this is a major one. Um, so not having compassion for others um, and understanding others' feelings. Um, I think it's quite detrimental for children when it um comes to not being shown any empathy and it affected then how I parented as well so even though I love my children when they I think when they were very little and they're cute and cuddly it was you know that's quite normal to kind of pick up a baby and hug them and most people think babies are cute but as they got to the walking talking stage you know if they if my daughter fell over I'd very be like, quickly get up, brush yourself off. Like, I don't know how to do, you know, come and have a cuddle or is everything okay? The, the way how I was shown to deal with things is you get up, you brush yourself off and you move on. Um, and sometimes my mum just wouldn't, she wouldn't pay attention at all if we'd hurt ourselves, you know, or it would be hours later. And if she actually realised, oh, we were really hurt then she would step in and do what she needed to do but the initial reaction is to just be like you know never mind move on um and it you know it's quite detrimental I think to me and then also to my daughter but with my son being able to do that work and implement not just with him but even with my daughter as she was older you know I started putting these things into place um his reactions are very different like if he falls over he will come and he'll show me and you know then we'll deal with it together um and if I'm not very um, cuddly or affectionate then sometimes he will he will let me know which which can be hard but you know he'll be like mummy he was like do you not care no of course I care and then we'll go and deal with it and so it kind of it's good because it means that he can tell me if he's feeling I'm not paying him any attention as a parent sometimes that can be tough to hear but I think it shows that I've been able to to make that change from kind of oh it doesn't matter carry on to actually taking the time to even if I haven't shown immediately the affection that he needs I can then stop and and go back and deal with that um so yeah it's always a work in progress but it it shows just like the difference um, in the parenting skills and and for children as well having that empathy because it, it means that they feel safe it means they're able to come and talk to you if they've got something to share um and then even if it's not very nice you know it, at least they're being open with you and that they're able to share how they're feeling with you so yeah it's really important that one um, number eight, so being manipulative and controlling. So using their emotions um, and other people's emotions to control what they do um, and to get what they want out of them. 
as well. Um, so that's, yeah, that's something I came across continually up until I went no contact. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, manipulative and controlling is really the main point with the lack of empathy and compassion. These are really the, the, the major, the top uh, signs to recognize that there may be some narcissistic traits. And then the question becomes, okay, is the person like with that narcissistic disorder or just learned behavior because their parents or their surroundings show them that? That becomes a question. Yeah, because I think we can, I mean, everyone's definition of narcissism will be slightly different, but from, from what I've learned, um, I think it's the consistency as well. So as humans, we all have the capacity to show these signs, you know, at least, you know, every once in a while. But I think it's the difference to whether you're aware of it yourself. So you could react in one of these ways and afterwards be like, oh, like, you know, I wasn't very caring when I said something to my friend. Um, and if you've got that awareness of how you've behaved, then that means you're able to do something about it the next time or at least go and talk it over with the person you might have you might have hurt whereas with the narcissist they do not believe that what they're doing is wrong so they're very unlikely to you know show one of these behaviors and then afterwards go away and reflect on it and come back and you know come and resolve it with the person um so for me that was the main difference because you know, before, you know, doing this sort of work and before looking into it, I wouldn't walk around. Narcissist is not a word that I would say was in my dictionary. Um, I think it was more being able to relate to what I was going through and relate to most of these signs. So sometimes it could just be a few of them, but actually my childhood related to so many of them. Um that having that understanding for myself allowed me to then, I suppose, start that healing and to look into it because it gave me an awareness of why I was doing certain things or why I was having, you know, maybe reactions to my children doing simple children things. But, you know, it would upset me or it would flare off my anxiety and I wouldn't know why. So it's, I suppose it's less about labeling my my mum or the person or the mother figure it's it's about the behaviors and and what they're doing and then using that to help yourself become aware and to and to heal yourself as well and to maybe get out of the relationship that that could be narcissistic so yeah um so that kind of connects with um number nine which is finding it difficult to hear feedback and I mentioned about sometimes my kids give me <laughs> some feedback which is not very nice um, but as parents you know we we make mistakes or as humans we upset each other um, but I've now been able to connect with my children in a different way so even though it feels uncomfortable sometimes to hear the feedback I can take it on board whereas a narcissist um they just won't want to hear it full stop. They will cut you off, walk away from the conversation, um, or even turn it around back onto you. 
um, and make it your fault. So they could be behaving in a you know really negative way, but because they they just do not want to take responsibility for it, it then becomes your fault or your problem. Um, and the last sign um, is easily wounded. So generally being really hypersensitive to comments, um, reactions, kind of feeling like everyone's offending them and kind of having a suppose a victim mentality. You know, everybody's getting at them. Why are you saying all these horrible things? It's not true. Um, and it could be the simplest thing, but yeah, they will be very easily offended by comments or feedback or situations. So yeah, those, I think those 10 signs were the ones I related to the most. Um, and I definitely experienced all of them mm -hmm. growing up in different, in different ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you very much, Leanne, for sharing these 10 common signs so that we can recognize the red flags when they show up and start to put the right words on it. And uh, so just let us know, let the audience know, you, says that, you said that you are an empowerment coach, helping daughters of narcissistic mothers reconnect, reconnect to who they truly are. Um, so do you... Do you lead retreats, groups, one-on-one? -on -one? How do you go about helping them? What is the kind of, of support you use to help them? Um, so I do one-to-one -one coaching. Um, that is mainly because it's such a sensitive, it is a sensitive topic. And um, we kind of, we go back and reframe the path so although we don't dig into you know actual events um sometimes whilst talking about the past that you know it does it does bring up certain things and that's because we need to be able to connect the past to the behaviors that we might be showing now so i found that in group work um you can you can do the basics but I think the deep work of digging into the past, some people don't they don't want to do that in a, a group environment. So I work one-to-one -one and I've got a 12-week 12, 12 programme and I kind of just go through the steps that I took myself to help me recognise what I was showing um, and then connecting it to the past or some of the behaviours. And then also naming the emotions, because the reason why I, I used um, helping people connect to who they are is because you can, you're not allowed to express yourself when, when you've got someone con constantly silencing you, you're not able to develop, you know, who you are as a person and let your true character kind of show through. So I think it's about just like, Refinding who who you are as a person without the trauma um you know your own values what you want from life and then reframing the past and understanding the emotions that are connected to it and naming it um so i think that's really important to be able to say what you was feeling not just what happened exactly um, name it to tame it right yeah <laughs> 
definitely. Um, yeah, so we I work through that with ladies and hopefully soon in the future there will be some, you know, um, maybe day retreats for, for women to come together um, and to hold circles. So that is something I'm working on at the moment. I work with families, so I've just started working with families around bonding. Um, so I want to be able to, to give that to the women who who need to kind of come out from the shadow of having a narcissistic childhood, yeah. Definitely. Thank you very much. So in the description of this episode, there is all the means to reach out to Leanne Evans. And to make it simple, it's uh, daughter of narcissistic mothers, all the letters, D-O-N-M, dot I survived. And that comes be uh, before face um, after facebook.com so that you can find her Facebook page. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you for being with us. And I hope that you really find the strength to define what has been actually going on in your life, define the narcissistic traits that you must recognize in order to tame it in some way or another, understanding that going no contact is the safest way to deal with that kind of issue. Thank you very much for having me. So yeah, probably enjoyed it. Me too. Thank you so, so much, Leanne, and have an amazing day. Okay, bye. Bye for now. <laughs>